When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. everybody and if you're just tuning in you are listening live to 105.3 and 107.7 of the beautiful city of new orleans to ufo paranormal radio network or united public radio network we just like to call it uprn and this is the thing at the foot of the bed i'm one of the co-hosts of this show this evening i see cindy simpson and kathy henley already welcome uh i as always i'll do the little housekeeping things and then pass it over to my amazing co-host david uh, my name is Laura Lee Podfin. I am a spiritual medium from Canada. I'm a Crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, a spiritual teacher and mentor, budding animal communicator, well-versed in near-death experiences and the paranormal, and I'm an RN. I am also the host of my own show here. I've got to be looking at my camera. I'm staring over here. Sorry, guys, if you're watching. <laughs> um, Sorry, what was that? Uh, the Angel Rock on Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I hope you'll join in and tune in with me over there. Now, you see me say hello to some of the people joining us live. As you know, both my show, The Angel Rock, and this show are very mm-hmm. audience participative. We love to involve you as part of the show, as I always say. Otherwise, David and I would just be having one of our many interesting conversations we have had off air, but we love involving you all as well. So please come and join us. Uh, uh, where you can do that is to follow to head over to either UFO Paranormal Radio and United Public Radio Network on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we're also streaming on David's YouTube channel and his Facebook group under the same name, The Spirit Experience. I'm streaming on my YouTube channel, which is The Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin. It's also pinned to the top of my Facebook profile. We are also streaming tonight on Instagram under The Angel Rock. Uh, they don't integrate the comments over here yet. So if I don't acknowledge you, I'm sorry. I will try to pop back and forth to say hello but feel free to come and join us over on youtube if you want or facebook then we'll be able to see your comments we've got laura hopper here welcome now this network's been around for 25 plus years there's something for everybody on this network uh we stream multiple shows daily seven days a week and when we're not streaming live the archive server picks up things and streams randomly shows over the last 25 plus years we always have new shows and new hosts that are joining us so please check it out and if you like what you see please like share and subscribe and tell your friends and your family there was one other thing I was going to say, Dave, and it's gone out of my head. So if I remember, I will say it. But uh, on to you, Dave, tell them all about yourself. You will remember in probably just a moment. Is that um, my, <laughs> <laughs> my name is David Hansel. I am also a spiritual medium and a channel and all kinds of stuff. Just about everything Laura Lee does, except I am not a nurse. 
<laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah, you pretty well everything I do. Yeah, pretty much. We do pretty much the same stuff. Although she, uh, Laura Lee, is well versed in crystal Reiki healing and stuff like that, and I am not. I just regular Reiki. Um, and you have a massive TikTok. And a big old TikTok. I got a big old TikTok. Um, yeah. I know. Don't tell anybody. They'll all just love me for my TikTok. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's about it and i just want to open with something that is very trivial but you see this beautiful purple drink here mm -hmm. so i have to I, lately like even today i have been getting so dehydrated constantly and i just think it you know just not you know running around with the new house and doing all this stuff and i think i just haven't been doing enough so i've been slamming water and i bought today you know those little packets that you put in water to flavor them Okay, this is grape, and it's you know sugar free and all that fun stupid stuff. And I threw it in there, and I put the cap on to shake it a little. I'm like, wow, it's really light. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna taste it and see. Maybe it's just a bad. And I took a big drink, and I started coughing and getting so sick for a minute. All the powder was stuck right oh, under no. my mouthful of that grape powder, which, by the way, guys, tastes absolutely horrendous if it is not mixed with water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I've been sitting here before we came out. I'm glad we were a little late starting. So I'm like, oh my God, my throat's falling. Yeah, he swallowed the purple cocaine. It was just like purple thought word, Dave. We're on YouTube. I swallowed the purple drink mix, which tastes awful. The purple powder. The purple powder. Yeah. The purple powder. I did my prince invitation. I was like, no. But it was awful. We got um, lots of people here. We got Howie. We got Mary. I think we said hi to Mary Erickson. If we didn't, hello. We got, I think we got Laura. Hang on. There's Jonathan Keyworth. We got Michelle. We got Diane. If we missed anybody, we apologize. Uh, Michelle's getting ready probably for work. She said drop by to say hello. My dog has decided she is joining the conversation. Thinking hi, she's puppy. I have no idea why, honey. It's not the time to cuddle right now. I know <laughs> you have to get down, love. <laughs> Come on, down you go. Come on, down, 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 down. Thank you. I don't know My why she. Oh, we got Debbie. I love Mary Erickson. It's probably a typo. Good evening, Laura Lee and Doug. Yeah, hi, Doug. How are you? Where's this Doug? Doug was here just a moment ago, and now it's me. It's probably this. You know what? I hate autocorrect. And uh, Debbie, we, I, I was highlighting the one about, but hi, Debbie grassberger Schmoly. Cindy hi, says, Debbie. my son loves those drink mixes. Do you love them? I, you know what? And, and they're really good for water. And I love just regular water. I really do. But I've been, you know, every once in a while, you just get in that thing. It's like I, my routine is just so off right mm -hmm. now. It's unbelievable. And then my cable, I was, uh, Laura Lee was kind enough to send me um, uh, a video. And I was looking up videos to like look over before we came on today. And my internet went out. And they said, I won't be back on until 730. I'm like, no. But it came back on at like 615. Do you but, remember uh, that one Thursday I had run out to Walmart? It's just up the street and all the lights went out. I think it was in the summertime oh, and yeah, my yeah. phone wasn't charged. The power was out, like everything, the internet. I didn't know if I was going to be able to go on. Luckily, it came back on before we went live. Oh, there he is. I, I picked, I grabbed, I've been crafting a lot and creating as I usually do. Hi, Kaysen. And Debbie said, Doug's not here, man. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Doug's not here. I love that. Blue, I like the blue you're wearing. It's really cool. Oh, it's kind you of blue, but it's multicolored. Blue and pink. Yeah, you've got yes. your inner hippie on. 
I, yeah, I love these. I was telling you, I left you a message. I don't know if you had time to listen to it. I found this amazing YouTube channel and I said, this lady made miniatures, a teddy bear out of pipe cleaners. Now, when y'all think of pipe cleaners, right? You think, yeah, didn't we play with those in kindergarten? Look at this little dude. Well, try oh, is that the coolest thing ever? And that's Wait. out of pipe cleaners? It, that's two pipe cleaners. The kitty's not done. I've been working on the eyes with resin. Here, I'll have to... It's, he's kind of hard to see, but this is the kitty. When he's done, he's going to have glass-like eyes. I thought, I'm going to show off some stuff tonight. Hi, Latino Psychic Visions. That's going to be Roger and Faye. We made these guys. So they're going to be keychains. My store is opening, everybody, I promise. And what else did I bring up? Oh, the cow. I told you. I left you a message about the cows. So this is a big trend, apparently. These cows, Herefordshire cows, are coming from over in the UK. And people are, like, going crazy about them, especially in North America, because they're so furry. And I make gnomes. David and I are in love with gnomes. But this is the little cow that I made. Oh, did you make that? I made it. That is really cool. The little feet are made out of uh, special clay and the horns. He's just a prototype. I'm going to make more. So, you guys, the store is fun coming oh lastly we even made miniatures now i am a super huge sanrio um sorry sanrio fan especially of kiromi it's not all painted it's kind of hard to see but this is all holographic so you have jewelry and everything there so i thought since oh, we're dear. showing stuff i'll have show and tell right at the beginning i can't yes me and my drinks and you and your crafts i like your mm -hmm. crafts better than my drinks well, I make gnomes normally, but this is the new thing with the cows. I got to tell you, that fur is expensive. Wow. The long fur. Oh, we got a question right away here. Enough about show and tell here. It's a good question, Jonathan. What are your uh, feelings on incantations? I did say hi, Faye, because I saw Roger. I Did we say hi to Jackie and Linda? I think we did. I think no, we did. I think they're new. There we go. Okay, so do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. go ahead. Go right ahead. So there's a reason why spelling is called spelling. There's a reason why spells work. And I'm going to give you what Spirit's always given me, which is what you perceive becomes what you believe and it becomes your reality. Can you do magic and spells without words? Absolutely. Now, if you believe you need the incantation or the spell then that's what you will require to do so but remember with everything being energy your thoughts your words and your emotions are some of the most powerful forms of energy on this planet i believe your words have meaning and there are a lot of people remember i had paranormal activity a couple of weeks ago that was sent to me what was here and it was dark it was negative i believe it was unintentional uh, somebody was very angry. I don't know who they were or what, but somebody was very angry and sent something. Now, that's just intention. That's emotion. So incantations, can they work? Yes. But with that being said, if you say you're the recipient of something, I think it, it tends to go with how much belief you put in maybe what was sent to you because we hear about curses. Can I think curses can happen? possibly but i think it has to do with belief and perception hi jody anyways what's your thoughts dave 
Well, incantations basically is incantations, spells. When you make a wish on your birthday cake, mm -hmm. it's all the same thing. Perfect. Prayers, yeah. that's all spells. That's why I always laugh when occult people and Christian people get mad at each other. You know, you're doing, you're saying spells. It's like, well, you're doing a prayer. It's the same exact thing. It's just what Absolutely. we do. Incantations, I guess, are, are basically those spoken aloud incantations i don't know i mean definition wise that's what it says i agree with laura lee um it's like curses do i believe in curses i don't but i do believe that if you curse somebody to their face and they believe it it will affect them um, or you could it was, send it though you could send it like the activity that was yeah. here you, oh, yeah, you can send, send it. it yeah so and again sometimes okay can i i'm going to stop you there because i want to add something quickly if that's okay so back from something from the group we call voldemort that shall remain nameless and i had gone to a conference with that and somebody i had met in real life i'd worked with quite a bit mentored and i kind of got to see who they really were so i sort of cut off some ties with them because i also found out they were into a lot of dark stuff very dark stuff dark mm. books dark things and when i got home uh, my previous network, thank God we weren't on camera, it was audio only, although we could see each other. We had a female paranormal panel together. I broke my ankle on air. I don't know how I didn't scream. Apparently I turned green and my ankle was about 10 times the size. I had about 10 things happen in a span of about two to three days that were so weird, so unusual, kind of negative. And I went, did they send me a curse? And then I literally heard from spirit curses only have power when you give them your power and so what i did now whether it worked or not i just said if anything's been sent to me i set my energy up positively around me and i said return to sender i didn't yeah. put anything with it i just said nope not taking it back it goes now was it coincidence things kind of settled down i think it was more my mindset personally but I wanted to yeah. throw it in there. It, it's it for me, like you said before, it's all about the intention. It's all about the feeling behind them. Like when people go, Oh, I'll give you thoughts and prayers, saying that like that and doing it like that is doing absolutely nothing. There needs to be intention and there needs to be a feeling behind what you say. Um, it's manifesting incantations, all that. Um, I, I think that all of it has everything to do with. You saying it, meaning it, doing it. I always, when I say stuff or ask for stuff or talk to my guides, if anybody has ever had a reading for me or Laura Lee knows, I speak out loud to them. And the reason I speak out loud to them is because that's how I hear it back. They literally start having the conversation with me. If I ask in my head, I don't get much back. I have, it's just how it works for me. But plenty of people do it silently and get things back. I just love using the spoken word. Um, for I was taught, I was taught this, whether it works for everybody, that's up to you. Um, but by using the actual vocalization of words for me, it's, it's, it's using the power of your, of your physicality you're in because spoken word is a physical thing. Um, outside of this life, there's no spoken word. I mean, there's not a. I think it just has extra energy. Yeah, it does. It's giving. It's giving. Um, what's the word I'm looking for when you're saying doing something good for somebody? Um, it just puts a good intention. It puts a higher attention. You know, 
it, like you said, where, you know, where attention goes, it energy puts more energy, right? Like when you're yeah. working manifesting, I believe it does. that's why yeah. vision boards work. That's why, um, no, I've completely lost the word and I should remember this. When we, um, affirmations, then we say them yeah, out when we write them. Yeah. It's all the physicality of writing it out, reading it, speaking it out loud. You're just adding more energy to it. Yeah. Before, um, I do, I do a lot of I ams. Um, before I do my readings, I have a ritual that I do. The first part of it is in my head. And then the second part of it is using out loud language saying I am, and then whatever I need to say or do. Um, I'm not I, sure. It works perfectly for me. Do you want to, you can tell them how to find their way over. Cause we'll highlight you if you come up as Facebook user. Oh, okay. If you are a Facebook user and you want us to see your name and you want everybody to know who you are, wherever you're watching this from, if you look right above the video, you will see a little blue um, link. Just go ahead and click on it. Say yes. And when you come back, it'll let us see your name and face and everything. And if you don't want to, me and Laura, they are fine with that as well. Just or put you your can name behind it. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can do whatever you like. But yeah, for me, I like the vocalization. So I think if, you, like you said, you're using an incantation or a spell or a, a however you want to call it. To me, all those words are interchangeable. It's just... So Cindy did say this, though. Our tongue can be a weapon. Yes, it can. It can be, yeah. I mean, more people have been hurt by words than fists. And they I mean, don't leave a mark, right? That's why a lot of us carry a lot of baggage with us because, and think about it, all of us out there, you could get a thousand words of, hey, you did a great job. You're amazing. And you get one troll or one person that says something negative and we all do it. I've done it myself. What do we focus on? The negative the words. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, if you can teach yourself to laugh at the negatives, it still does. It still hurts, Dave, especially when it's something personal. Oh, when it's personal, no, that's say, terrible. You know, yeah. yeah, we can laugh at it and stuff, but it it cut it can cut to the core. And spirit just gave me the vision of mm. there's an old Japanese proverb of taking a beautiful china plate, breaking it. There's a beautiful art of you can put it back together with gold, right, to create it, but it's still not what it was before. That's kind of what words are. You can apologize you can try and take them back but once you've cut with your words it leaves mm -hmm. a, it leaves a, a pretty yeah. deep sometimes words can hurt words can do a whole lot of things trust me i know so how he says uh spoken of intent to another yes cursing case and i like what you said i think all day what we are doing is incantations yep. we do uh, spells all day long <laughs> there's a reason why it's called spelling but i wanted to comment on this here and i want to say hi to nicole in case we missed you nicole welcome glad to see you here all of you thank you for being here jonathan my guides told me to do uh or told me one to do before my sessions watch oh you're talking about your video and the voices are so much clearer but i think what we're talking about here is semantics and i'm mm. going to say this to you um i'm not trying to create fear but i think you got depending on what they've asked you to say if it's something positive and loving it to me you can call it an incantation you can call it a spell you can call it, call it a prayer you can call it whatever you want right it's semantics yeah. but it all depends it depends what they've asked you to do before too, I guess is where I'd go with that. Um, I'm guessing though, from what you're doing, uh, Jonathan and knowing you as well as we do and the work that you do, 
it's kind of like along the lines of what David said for himself to be speaking out loud and conversing with his guides. It's adding more energy to it. And if it works yeah, for you, I, that's, that's, you know what, Laura Lee, thank you. That is actually the, that's it. It's adding more energy. I'm, I'm putting energy out with energy and, mm -hmm. and it works really well for me. I mean, everybody, like I said, I agree with Laura Lee. I think it is just semantic. It's, it's very interchangeable. Kind of like when people say soul spirit or, God, source, all that stuff. It's all interchangeable. We all mean the same thing in, in some way. So, it's but, just what yeah. you call it, right? Potato, potato. Yeah. So you want to call it an incantation? Call it well, an I know in Bewitched, Unbewitched, they call it incantations. That's the only thing too, okay? Because when you get into the words of, let's take the Bible and a Ouija board. Now, a Bible as it's got a lot of loving, positive, global energy around it, right? You take a Ouija board, it's just a tool. It's a communication tool. You need to know how to use a tool. You do. But the thing mm -hmm. is, it's got a lot of negative global belief systems and intentions around it. People have had experiences with it. But my point is, collectively, what that in, the energy around it is incantation which you said somebody may hear that and think that you're doing some type of magic versus they've given me some words a prayer so you got to choose how you want to use it and what you want to say right or how you want to yeah, say it. yeah it's it's all words people i was i don't it's 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 such a weird conversation but it, it's so funny because i know um like religious people will look at me and go you're consorting with the devil because you're yep, talking, me too. talking to speeders and cards, stuff. Yes. cards, those are devil's tools. Yeah. <laughs> yet they have yet they have prophets who are, and I mean, even lately here, how many religious people are coming on there and giving um uh giving um what's the word I'm looking for? You no, know, when we talk about something in the future, why can't I think of what that word's called? Prophecies. Uh, prophecies they're sitting there giving prophecies or, or things like that and i'm like why is that okay and what i do is not okay and then i remember asking somebody one time they said what i did was bad and i said how did how did god write the bible for you and they said oh it's through divine inspiration i said there you go that's what i use as divine inspiration half the time so i never understood that not that i don't want to talk about religion and stuff but it's just everything I think is just interchangeable. It's really, I think, what you feel it needs to be called. What works for you, I think, is probably best. And it doesn't know? matter what, I remember years ago, one of my mentors had said to me, what other people think of me is none of my business. Exactly. And I went, and I went, what do you mean? Of course it does. I, what, I, I care what people think. And now I know what that really means. It doesn't matter what other people think. They don't live your life. They don't go through what you go through. They don't experience what you experience. So if you want to call it on a Facebook user, am I on live? You are on live, but we don't know who you are. So like David mentioned earlier, I think there's a little blue box up over top of this live. You can click. It will uh, give permission to use your picture and your name on Facebook and we'll see who you are. Or if you don't want to do that, you can leave your name behind your comment we'll highlight you so you'll know you'll come up as facebook user or you can stay anonymous yep. Yep. Hi, sandra, oh, sharp. I, sandra sharp hi sandra and by the way predictions is what i was looking for and the funny thing about predictions and sandra can probably and anybody who's in the states here can probably tell you so people tell me when i give a prediction oh what do you know you're a false prophet and all that but yet lately in the um let's say more religious community which is fine i'm not bashing it 
they have a billion people on TV all day long giving predictions to everything. So it's it's like I don't know what people you know. It's I don't not think my job to convince people. You know what? Yeah. You want to look at it the way you want to look at what I do. Exactly. So be it. It's not my job to convince you. And um, you know, recently, you know, when you put yourself out there, and it was some, another mentor that said it must be mentor time tonight, talking about things. And they always they said if my my mother used to say to me, if the devil hasn't noticed you yet, you're not shining your light bright enough. So the more you put yourself out there, the more there are people that, for whatever reason, will like to send some negative things or whatever. Right? You you see it, you'll hear it, and I always think, you know what? It's not my job to convince you. You know what? You're more than entitled to your opinion. I just no, don't want to hear it. So you're more than welcome yeah, to keep it exactly. to yourself. Move along. I'm not here to fight with you. I'm not here to get into drama with you. Hi, Jennifer Malik. We got Lori Greenwood, she said. Um, it's Lori. We got another Facebook user. I'm not sure who you are, so you can leave your name. Or Dave, like you said, there's the blue button. Yep. Yeah, if anybody's watching from a Facebook group, um, in any Facebook group, if you're watching from, if you look right above the video that you're watching, you'll see um, a blue link in, or a link. And all you got to do is tap on that real quick and it'll ask you, you want to get permission? You say yes, and then we can see your name. Facebook doesn't let us see you unless you get Facebook permission anymore. It but they've even done that. We've had people, I think Debbie's, yeah. how many times, and Faye too, they've done it a hundred times. And sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. So I was going to go back to Marshall's message because I thought it was kind of an interesting message. He, Hang on, I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, okay. He had said, I was talking with a nurse about my health problems, and she said several times, you're alive. It felt like blessings. Can I just share some? I know Dave's going to share stuff about this, too. What she was reminding you, and sometimes we need that reminder. Years ago, I when I was trying, you know, years, my kids were little, like my oldest is almost 30 now. I was going for some natural healing and it was called body talk. And I was talking about a lot of fears that I had and financial worries with the kids being little, special needs child and so on and so forth. And the person said to me, do you have a roof over your head? And I said, yes. And they said, you know, were you able to feed everybody today do you know all the things that we would need that I was worried about and I said yes and she really got through to me about the fact that all we really have is now is living in the moment and you know these things that we worry about so where I'm going with that is Marshall I think that that's almost sounds like what the nurse was reminding you you are alive you are here right because that's yeah, all we yeah. have we should worry about it or cope I don't get me wrong illness of course that you know that creates a lot of stress in people's lives and to be able to talk about it but also remember where energy where attention goes energy flows it's even about negative experiences with the paranormal. For example, the more we focus on it, the more right like attracts like energy. Yeah, so. it's just. A, I I agree with the nurse Marshall. Do you know what I do? And this sounds really silly, Marshall. Sometimes, not all the time, but I have times where, like the other day, I hit my elbow really hard and I bruised it. And I was getting mad for a minute. And then I sat here and I thought to myself, oh, I'm reminding myself that I'm present and I'm here. Otherwise, I never would have felt that. So it's it's kind of like, yeah, I'm alive. I'm here. I'm on this earth. I'm having this experience. I hurt myself. But and it does make you have a bit more gratitude, as Laura Lee was saying, you know, just have 
you know, even when things are bad, you're still here. You're still doing stuff. So mm -hmm. maybe that's what she's trying to say. I think that's a good thing. If you don't see a blue button, that's okay. You can just basically write your name and we'll remember. Or I've streamed it across oh. the bottom. So you can go to streamyard.com oh, forward slash Facebook. Give permission to use your photo and your name, or it's even easier. Just put your name behind like Lori did, and then we'll know who you are. Or you can stay anonymous, right, Dave? Yeah, exactly. Whatever you want. Kason, can you highlight? Well, oh, I'm going to read Cindy's. Oh, Cindy. Want to read Gosh. Cindy's first? And then we'll yeah, join in order. Cindy says, I have heard that my whole life, that seeing into the future is the work of the devil. Sorry, my beliefs are stronger than most. If people live a negative life, step out of my positive energy zone. I'm the same way. If you want to be negative, okay, you just step over there. I'm cool with that. Yeah, you, you know what? that's your path, like, and that's okay. And again, I don't know why I keep bringing up memories, but I think it's falling into place tonight. When I was a little girl, my dad used to always say to me, Laura, walk a mile in their shoes. And he's right. We don't know why people think the way they do, why people react the way they do, or what they've gone through. Like when someone's a real jerk and you run into them. And I have to remind myself, the other day I was driving and at the right away, and this guy tried to ram right into me. He stopped, thank God. And then he was honking his horn at me. And I'm like, dude, I had the right away. And then I remember just calm down, calm down, calm down. Maybe it's something else going on in his life. Maybe he was in a hurry because it was a really rude honk. Like, don't get me wrong. When we're sharing this stuff with you, we live life just like you guys do. Yeah, but I do try to remind myself of these things like, yep, just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> exactly. I do the same thing. It's, it's hard though. Hey, trust me. Uh, everybody thinks I'm this really wonderful, sweet person, which I normally am 98% of the time. But I'll tell you, I'm the guy, if you're if you're walking slow in front of me in the grocery store, I'm sitting to myself going, oh, my God, would you hurry? I'm just thinking that to myself all the time. So, you know, I'm just as normal as everyone else. You just have to remind yourself yeah. that what, because somebody had asked me this recently. And they had said, you know, when I'm meditating and, and, you know, thinking it like watching positive videos and stuff, um, it's easy to be in that mindset, but how do you maintain that positivity outside of it? And they said, yeah. it's a choice, right? So yeah, and, you know, that's where the practice of mindfulness comes in, where sometimes I've, I've suggested to people I've worked with is if you can set your alarm at random times throughout the day and then, or maybe you got a coffee break and a uh, lunch break, you know, whatever, and going outside, but remind yourself, stop, breathe and think, what was my previous thought? Many of us have a lot of negative thoughts that go by that we don't even think about. So yeah. then you, I know people that have had come up with a saying like stop, cancel, delete, restart, or they make up a little saying and they rephrase it. Right. And that's, you just have to start getting into the practice. It's a habit. Yeah. If you will. I, I, a lot of times if somebody makes me mad a lot, I've, I've, I've got a really good habit of thinking as soon as I get mad at somebody or somebody's mean or somebody does something, I think I always think to myself, I don't know what they've been through in their lifetime that made them feel like this in this moment, but it probably has absolutely nothing to do with me. So I need to shut up, <laughs> you know, and that's usually how I say that to myself. Cause I usually, usually when people are mad at you, the grocery store are mad at something, it's not actually you, it's something that's going on in their life. I think we mm -hmm. all take things personal at some points, you know, I mean, we all do. You know, I would like to one day before I go, I want to make sure that I literally can look at anything and just be at peace with it. I don't 
think that's going to happen, but I think I'll come real close. <laughs> you know, I try to remind myself of the saying of it's not my job to judge. We all judge. We all do, yeah. myself included. But I try to remind myself it's not my job to judge somebody else. So yeah. Kaysen had brought up a comment. Sorry, I'd read the one before you wanted okay. to judge that. Dave, do you want to read it? Oh, no, that's okay. Um, Kaysen says, guys, when you listen to music or playing an engrossing video game, could that consider as some kind of meditation? Because Yeah, it's some kind of meditation, but it all depends on what you're going for. Now, when I do meditations, for me, depending, and, and like Laura leaned out into this and I do that, when she does her crafting work, I am sure she is in a meditative state at some point. When um, I do channeling, I'm in a meditative state. Now, there is a state that I do go in where I drop all five of my senses and I only concentrate on the moment I'm in. That is like not having a body. It's so that's a different kind of meditation. That's a super deep. No, meditation. I want to touch on this a little bit. Okay. So part of the reason, especially somebody is a beginning meditator is feeling like they can't slow down the mind. Okay. So if you give the mind something to do, like playing a video game or listening to music and you're open. Okay. If you're able to do that, cause that's what I do with the crafting. The hands are busy. This part's open and I'm having a conversation with spirit on this other side here within, I'm not talking out loud, but that part, I'm not thinking about anything. It's automatic. Like, cause we think that our mind runs the show. It doesn't our higher self, our subconscious, whatever you want to call it. It's on all the time. So it depends. I think, the word would be to do it with intention because that would be if you're in um, a video game, an engrossing video game, or you're really engrossed in music, that would be in a different brainwave state, I would think. You yeah. could still receive, you could still get what we would call downloads, but it wouldn't be as intentional as if you were playing. Video game would be hard because you got to concentrate on the game. But and you're making. Go having the mind busy, but be open to receiving messages. I don't know. Is that does that sound sound that sounds right to me? Um, and I agree with something you said. I for me, a practice when I show people how to meditate or I'm explaining to somebody how to do something and I say meditate, I always tell them to meditate with music that has no words or anything that has no words, and it's a straightforward, like I like shamanic stuff where it's just a drum beat. It's a monotonous drum beat. The reason is meditation is solely for the purpose of going within and cutting off everything, everything. That's a deep meditation. That would be the correct thing of meditation from the beginning. Like Buddhist monks don't have a thought in their head. They know how to do this now. I do not. I will still get a thought come in. I am not that well versed in it. But I can go in and totally forget where I am. I do do mindful meditations, mindful meditative walking, mindful meditation eating. Um, I also can watch a video game and go, but I don't know if that's, I don't know. Do you th I mean, I guess it's considered a meditation. Although if, if I'm playing, I if I'm playing Crash and I'm really involved, I don't, I don't, I don't say I meditated that day because the meditation is to go within. That's I have a different thought. And my yeah. thought is that once you know how to meditate, 
because I'm like super, super busy as most of us are. I don't think you need to be sitting and I don't think that's what you're saying. But some people I've heard them make it sound like meditation has to be sitting on top of a mountaintop in oh, a low no. position for hours. That I knew that's not what you're saying. So I think like it's very easy for me to get into a meditative state. So if I have 10 minutes or so, I could get into a meditative state very quickly. But for people that are just starting out, I think the fact of making, you know, really just trying and making the effort, not hanging on to, oh my God, a thought went by, or because a lot of us were taught that in the beginning, myself included. How about just giving yourself the grace to just let it go, get just start to breathe, You're supposed relax, to. Yeah. focus, and then be open to what you receive and give yourself that grace, the intention of it all. Because yes, and then when you get good at it, yes, then you can get into the places where you're at right. with yeah. See, I, I have to, I learned how to get really Really good at it because I do a lot of angel channeling and I do angel channeling readings all the time. I can't do those by watching a video game or anything like that. So I've learned how to, without music, without anything, sit, close my eyes and go so deep that I just really don't even realize where I am because when I start mm -hmm. typing, I don't even really know what I'm typing. And what Laura Lee said is very important and very correct. If you are somebody who has a hard time meditating because of the thoughts that go in, there's several different things you can do. You can, when you have a thought, one, quickly acknowledge it. If you don't acknowledge the thought, it's going to stay there. But if you acknowledge it and say, I'm okay. writing it down. Yeah. Right. Because what do we do? We go, don't forget, don't forget this has come up and then it keeps coming up, coming up. I just write it down. Write it down, yeah. write it down. You write, write it down, down. down. When I'm meditating and I don't want to disturb myself when a thought goes by, I just, I, I'm a breath guy. I have learned from that when I've learned meditations through the people I had to learn meditations through, it's breath. So when I go into meditation and my breath, I concentrate fully on the breath coming in, going through my body and coming out. If I have a thought, I go, oh, thought, no, breath, go back to the breath. Anything that happens, I always say to myself, go back to the breath. And then after a while, when the breathing starts to just go in and out normal, like normal breathing, I forget about all that. And then I can go into my place. I guess it really does just depend on what you're doing the meditation for. I think you and have I, to start somewhere. And you do, you do. And it's not, you know, and people, they teach little kids in like, um, I think it's Asia or Japan. They're learning how to meditate when they're like four and five years old. And I'll tell you, if this world knew how to meditate from the beginning, we'd have a lot more calmer people and probably well, a lot I found less it busy. very daunting for myself as meditation to hear somebody speaking of where you're at. And it is possible mm -hmm. to get to that point. But I think we have to start somewhere. And you do, so, you do. I and so video games I think would be very hard to get into a medit. You would be in a different brain state, I think. Mm -hmm. That yeah. you're almost you don't know what's happening. Same thing, you know, when we're mm -hmm. it would be almost more of a level of hypnosis, I would say, versus meditation, because you still need to be focused on what you're doing, right? You're not necessarily open. Music you could be, depending on, you know, some I don't know how anybody could meditate to screamo, for example, but maybe there are people that could with that kind of rhythmic yeah. It is. It's hard to say we're all made different. But for me, just the fact of starting, just starting and making that space to be able to have that quiet that because once you start to do it, you will find 
that you will crave it, especially when you've got a lot going on in life. Like I know for myself that I will think, oh crap, I need to meditate. I got to sit down and because my mind's going 20 miles an hour just to slow it all down, feel clarity and the answers come. You made a super duper good point. And I'm going to agree with this. And this is what we're agreeing on or because I agree with this is sometimes playing video games like that and all that. I agree more with what you said, Laura Lee, that it's, it's more hypnosis. Hypnosis mm -hmm. and meditation are two different things. They're mm -hmm. two very different things. Meditation is going within. Hypnosis is tapping into the, a part of your a part of your mind, a waking part of your sleeping part of your mind. Well, we have different so, levels, right? We've got alpha, yeah, we've got beta, we've got theta, yeah. we've got omega, we've got all these different levels, and I think that that's where the mind goes more so. Yeah, I go into when I do my meditations before I do like angel channeling, I go into theta. So, but I've also learned how to go into theta very quickly. And, and that doesn't make me better than anybody else. Anybody can do it. You just got to realize I spent many, many years learning how to do it. Yeah, but uh, there's even meditations you can listen to. Because I was, I had a guest on Monday night. He's not had an indie. Oh, I have to share this with you guys. This is crazy. Okay. So I don't meet my guest till two minutes before they come on. He's in Australia. And of course, I'm reading up on him. And he's got dual citizenship in Canada and in Australia. He's been in Australia for 40 years. Two minutes before we go on, I said, hey, I see you got dual citizenship, Canadian and Australia. He goes, yeah, I lived in Thunder Bay for 30 years. That's where I live. That's I where I am right now. Do you realize with 8 billion plus people in the world, somebody in Australia, like I'm still floored about this said he was from thunder bay we were talking about it on the show but what he was saying was towards the end of the show he was saying i actually would be open not that i want to die he said but but to have a near-death experience he goes because i really want to be able to go back and visit uh, during Roman Colosseum times, because he was talking about some subjects who had talked about their guides during their experience had taken them to places in a time period they really wanted to visit. And I said, you don't have to have a near-death experience for that. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, you can just yeah. do remote viewing. So we started talking. And then I was explaining to him that who I took a uh, course with, and some people do it naturally. And um, he gets, he had a meditation that would put you into theta brain level right away to get into yeah. it. So there are ways to get in there and to oh, know no, there's, 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 very, there's, there's a few, yeah, absolutely, Laurie. There's a few techniques out there to get into theta very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am not, I will never say, I, I will never proclaim myself as the best meditator ever. Um, there are people who practice this stuff, live it, and know the entire, like, yeah, order Because it matters. If it yeah, meets your purpose and what you need to have it for, Then you're right? okay. Yeah. Cool. As long as, you know, what, what I tell people to meditate, I don't, I don't want you to sit there for three hours, like she said, on top of a mountain and miss out on your life. I just want you to take two, three minutes a day just to be with yourself and to breathe and know that you're alive. And that's part, for me, that's what meditation is. I find that's where the answers come and then a lot of the knowledge base that we have we know things that we know that we don't know why we know them um there's so many th benefits to meditation and it's not just for spirituality ceos of companies do it professional athletes do it for healing there's just so many 
benefits to to meditation. It takes, sleep well it takes, you, in a, mm -hmm. it takes you in such a good space. Because remember, like during my NDE, I can tell you this that I remember completely because people ask, did you breathe? I'm like, no, you, you don't have a, you don't have lungs. You don't care. It was, it was a whole, it was such a perfect feeling. And I think if you can reach certain meditative states, it almost feels like you're not even breathing anymore. It just feels like you're just floating around. And I think that would be like the ultimate meditation. No, but you there's also, um, it's been proven that 15 minutes of meditation is akin to having, they, they vary on the amount, but between an hour and an hour and a half of sleep. So it's not going to rest your body the same, but it's going to give you the same benefits of having one, that amount of sleep. One hour of deep, one hour of deep hypnosis is equivalent to eight hours sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this I was a good question. Uh, okay. I think it might be Lori. If I'm wrong, please forgive me. She said, do you think psychic abilities run in families? First of all, every single person has psychic abilities. Now, some people are more tuned into them than others. And the reason why I believe this is, you look at little children, and there are thousands of videos out there of little, little ones I'm talking about, not kindergartners, I'm, I'm talking about toddlers that can speak and you know they are interacting with someone. I have seen so many where little ones never met the grandparent and they're going, bye grandma, bye, giving kisses. I think animals can see spirit as well, right? So, um, and if you don't believe me, what do we all say over here? At least I can say in North America, I'm going to trust my gut on this one. I'm going to follow my gut. That's intuitiveness. Now, speaking of psychic abilities, um, he's not doing as much work anymore, unfortunately, but Jenny, you'll know him and so will Howie, uh, Dr. Chuck Kennedy. Now, that's who I took my remote viewing course with, but he is actually mapped in the brain where he believes psychic ability is located behind the left ear. He calls it the region of psi. Okay. And he's done quite a few studies on, um, I know in the past about it running, they believe it's passed through the mother's mitochondrial DNA and uh, looking at families. So um, I can tell you for myself, though, like my grandmother and my dad's side apparently was very psychic. And apparently a few of my aunts are, but I'm the only one out of 150 probably cousins that, uh, is out of the spiritual closet or psychic closet. My boys are highly psychic. Is it because of maybe who I am? I don't know. Go ahead, Dave. I know you got lots, you got stuff to say. say. I was going to say, um, scientifically, that's that I, I get that explanation. I'm also a well believer. What Marshall Martin said is, um, I, I believe to be absolutely correct, Marshall. I do too. He says, psychic abilities and families are discussed and the focus is then applied by the other members. And that's exactly what it is. Because like Laura Lee said in the beginning, every single person on this earth has psychic abilities. Just like, did you know that everybody on this earth can play an instrument? Even if you say, I'm not musically inclined, it doesn't matter. We can teach you to play something. We can teach you to do it. So everybody has that. Some people, for whatever reasons or whatever was decided, come in and it's just easier for them because there's going to be children that come in and all of a sudden they picked up and they can play a great piano by the time they're eight to ten. Some already know it. There's too. a little boy from Russia that's like three now, eight months old. Oh, I've seen that with piano. that piano. Yeah. And so it, it, it really, uh, you're going to go bowl and make sure you don't eat all the tuna casserole there, eh? Have, um, have fun, so, Sandra, at bowling. Hi, Sandra. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's I I believe it does run in families. But do you want to know something? I am very, 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 very highly psychic. And there is, I'm like Laura Lee. There is no one in my family that I know of that talks to dead people. I'm my mother makes fun of people what I do. No. Makes absolute fun. No. That, does that mean because they can't do it? It's, it's like, no, because they've never applied it. They've, they've never applied. If you apply it, it's going to happen. You know, some people come in like hearing the ghosts and seeing the ghosts that happened to me as a child. So growing up, they were always there. I've and had and experiences my whole life. And as I've gotten yeah. older, looking back, it's like, holy crap. Oh, yeah, that's what. OK, now I get that. Now I get that. So Howie says, yes, Chuck Kennedy is amazing. Kelly says, woo, made it. Now, Nicole, this is a good question. I'm jumping in. I've been jumping in here. I'm going to jump in because I know Dave's going to add stuff, too. Do you think opening yeah, up your psychic abilities gets harder as you get older? And I'm going to give you again what spirit gave me. What we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality. So as we get older, um, yes, our brains can get less pliable and what have you and so on and so forth. But I can tell you, I've met many a person who's been older that has opened up their psychic abilities after they've retired and they've had time to do it. I can tell you, I didn't embrace my abilities and realize what it all was until we went through our paranormal experience ourselves. Yeah. I've been using it my whole life. But the one thing I think that we do as we get older is we tend to compare ourselves to other people and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. So me as being an older person, this, I opened my, you know, started embracing my abilities probably about 15 to 18 years ago. Okay. But I, the harder I tried to make it work, the less I was able to, to connect, to open up, to do all of these things because I wanted it so badly. And I now know hearing spirit, it's meant to flow. It's meant yeah, to happen yeah. just like breathing. Yeah, right? it's, yeah, I agree with you 100%. The more you try, I mean, you can try and get stuff, but it's just, if you just let stuff happen. I will say this, Nicole, um, this is my opinion. I agree with Laura Lee, one wholeheartedly. It, I mean, it's, it really doesn't matter what age, I guess. Um, I love it, Howie said it's the force. You're darn right it is, Howie. Yeah, and that's that's my other part, Howie. I mean, scientifically, we can say somebody's brain is changing, but I can tell you this. There's nothing physiologically that I am purposely doing in order to get the information I do because I think like talking to the other side or psychic abilities have everything to do with your connection to what nobody else is connecting to the force to God, whatever you want to call it. That's where I think it comes from. And you can like, when people, I would say, these are steps to how you become psychic. I don't think that's true. I think you just, you just let it flow. Like Laura Lee says, I mean, you're going to do steps to get you in the meditate to do this and that. And some people don't even recognize they're psychic. I will say, mediums usually are better as they're as they get older so i always tell people if you're like 65 and all of a sudden you go i'm a medium good because you know what being a medium when they do give you information they do work with your experiences you've had thus far so when I do readings and like there's a name involved. If that person has an easy name, I usually can pick that up right away. I'll just hear it. I'll be like, oh, okay. They'll show me a picture of somebody. 
I can feel it sometimes when they go through my head to see if I have a name that's close to what their name is. I can feel that files start going like that. I'm like, you're looking for a name, dude, and I don't have it, you know? So I think our experiences and the empathy that we have throughout our lives, like Laura Lee, because of the situations she's been in, in her, she's going to give a certain, she's going to be able to give a certain kind of reading that someone like me who hasn't had that experience. We'd be completely different. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it's important to work with different mentors. And both of us yeah. will say that there's nothing wrong with working with mentors that you resonate with and that, you know, you're going to learn different ways to get there. But there's one thing I want to say hi to Jacqueline over on Instagram. Love you, honey. That's one of my cousins. I love what Howie says. It's a force. Now, this is an important comment because I was going to add this anyways. Um, Nicole, you said, I think it's also unlearning or reversing conditioning. It is because as adults, right, what have we been taught? Most of us, in, well, I think in all the world that if you work hard enough, you can achieve it, right? So yeah. in this arena if you will it's not yeah. quite that way you have to put the work in right and spend the time and do the work in the way of i think meditation is our workspace yeah, i also is. believe that we have to look at the people around us science proves that the five people we spend the bulk of our time with in a day and it doesn't have to be family it could be work people could be friends we start to become very much alike and once we start changing who we are and where we want to go with life and you will notice this when you go on this path people will say you've changed what happened mm -hmm. to you and then yeah. you sometimes naturally just drop away like sometimes relationships and because you're meant to go in two different directions that's what I'm talking about the work right and there's a lot of yep. healing we all need to do as we get older but I think it's very important it's not unlearning or reversing I think it's being open to it and not compare ourselves to others because that's what yeah. we tend to do if, especially if, in class. if you are speaking about unlearning and the in the thing that I in the way that I think you're meaning if you are a younger person and you've been introduced with this, you're probably going to have an easier time for this reason. Your belief system guides you. Your belief, I always tell everybody, pretend that you're like a French press or a coffee, a coffee filter. If anything that comes to you, it's got to go through your filter. So it depends on how your, is your filter dirty, what belief systems are in your filter. It's all going to be, and that's why the same spirit could talk to me and Laura Lee and you'll get two, two different messages. They'll be slightly the same, but you'll get two different messages just because of what both of us have been through in our lives that might change the interpretation of the message. So I think a big part of, being like a medium or a psychic or anything is learning how to drop those negative belief systems, at least while you're doing your work. I think you know? also to examine the belief systems that we are unconscious to. Yeah, right? those are the ones. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot of belief systems and I'm not blaming parents here in any way, shape or form. But from the time we're in the womb and hearing develops right up to about the age of seven, we are like a sponge. We absorb all kinds of things. Like we might hear money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil, for example, or cards are the devil's work, whatever it may be. And it's actually getting back into some of those belief systems. Never mind that our brain really isn't completely fully 
formed, if you will, till about the age of 25. So it's really getting into those deep rooted belief systems too, that we may not even realize that we hold as a belief system. Like if you heard your whole life about, you know, psychics are evil, mediumship is evil, or, you know, the devil or whatever it is, like really looking into those belief systems and thinking, why am I hanging on to this? Why do I believe this? Is this what I really believe? Or is this yeah. what I've heard my whole life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I, I grew up and I mean, I didn't have a super religious family, but we went to church. But all I ever heard was this was bad and that was bad. But it all depends, too, on how we're really. I mean, it's such a weird subject and it goes all over because I came in knowing certain things like I came into this world and when I was first introduced to religion, even at a very young age and they spoke about hell. I right away said, that's not a thing. And, but only because I had a memory of where I came from, maybe. I don't know. Um, I think little kids do remember. I was having, I think it was this week or last week, I was having this conversation with one of yeah. my guests. And, and I was thinking it's almost because we're closer to where we came from, from home, being young yeah. versus mm -hmm. not being humanized and falling into the human world as we get older. Yeah. Because I think we can all do this. It is like getting back on a bike because I have looked at far too many little kids, including not so much even with the near-death experiences, although I, I would never want a child to lose their life, but it's fascinating to look at the research. But when you look at, I, I swear to God, I, 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 if you don't believe me, take a look for yourself and look at little children speaking to spirit and you oh, yeah. know they are talking to someone and a lot of times they barely have words and they will say the name say of a loved one they've never met and they're laughing and they're giggling and they're waving and don't get me wrong we could also get into the argument that i think there's almost a new different breed of souls coming in with where we're going mm -hmm. with the world yeah. but i think yeah. i think we can all do this oh yeah i know that we all can i can't tell you on how many um people i have spoke to and even i've told them they they said something about their kid and i went on and on and on they said how did you know they're doing that i'm like because we all do i think we forget when we come in we learn how to communicate through words but when a baby comes in or a child comes in if their spirits talk to them i mean they're literally not saying words to them because they don't know words yet they haven't learned them That's but they know yeah but they can all translate the feelings get so when i see little kids in the crib like cooing at just in into the air and all that i pretty much rest assured go there's someone over there kind of giving them the what's hap before they forget everything because we do go do a process of forgetting why we're here. And like Laura Lee made a good point before, I don't know the exact thing. This is just what I've heard and read into, and I'm not quite sure myself or scientifically, but by the time we're nine years old, we pretty much have forgotten everything from the other side if it was never given to us. So or when you're not meant to maybe follow that. Yeah, path, that not, maybe yeah. you remembered. See, yeah, I, I remember. I'll look back and know I was talking to my guides and things that happened to me. But there was a period of time where, and and what really really nailed it for me was my roommate, my one of my best friends I'd grown up with. We lived together as roommates. Uh, we'd known each other since we were 15, 16 years old, and it was years later 
when I had embraced the psychic mediumship and I thought, oh gosh, what am I going to say to her? She's going to think I'm a real weirdo. And I told her, and I've never forgotten what she said to me. She goes, that doesn't surprise me at all. And I go, what? And she goes, Laura, when we lived together, you would know things. I wouldn't know how you'd know them. You would just know it. Or you'd tell me somebody was, the phone was going to ring and there was somebody, like she told me I knew all this stuff. She never said it to me in the moment. But years later, and then I realized I had been using it. I just hadn't labeled it. I realized it. it. Yeah, a lot of us use it. I mean, that was the same way when I was younger. I had no clue when I was a little kid what was happening. Um, I like this question that Kelly's got. So do I, because I, I, if you want to go first, or I'm happy yeah, to answer. Um, there's all different. Now, there's a whole lot behind this subject. You have but, to read it, though, Dave. We got 80% yeah, yeah. of our audience's audio. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just giving her the heads up. That. I'm just no, I mean I'm just giving her I'm just giving her the heads up. There's a lot behind this subject that I'm about to read. So um I'll just tell you a little of what I know. So Kelly says, when a child is scared of a certain part of your house, do you think they're just picking up a negative energy? Me personally, here's the deal. I unless I actually saw something or unless I was actually with the child, I can't make that determination. Most likely the child probably is picking up on something or it depends on how young the child if you're gonna something. laugh with what i'm gonna say because because i'm, I'm it with david except i think you need a lot more information before you answer that children have a lot exactly. of fears they have a lot yeah. of fears of the unknown uh, we all have a lot of fears and fears i think is one of our a fear is one of our most powerful emotions we have it keeps us safe but it also limits us in many many ways so if i ran into a parent who asked me that i would have a whole heck of a lot of questions about yeah, yeah, exactly. um, I need to know all kinds of things. What else is going on? What are they telling you they're seeing? What are they witnessing? Are you feeling a temperature change? Are you hearing anything? Are you experiencing anything? And even if you are, that does not mean it's a negative spirit. You no, would need to check, is there EMF in that area? Is it coming from maybe wiring or is there something else? So there's so many questions I would have, but that would not yeah. be something I would jump to right away and say, no. yep, that's negative energy. Yeah, yeah exactly. I Totally. Me and Laura Lee are very much in agreement on that. You need a lot of context behind this story because you got to look. You have to support your child yeah. though and ask yeah. them. Ask them you if they can tell you. If they can't, as a parent, you need to watch what their behavior is, what they're showing, what you're experiencing yourself in that area. And if a child doesn't have the words, there's play you can do with them through puppets. They might be able to draw you something, but listen to your child and you would want to ask them to tell you what are they experiencing? What are they feeling? Sorry, David, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to throw no, that in. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. Yeah, because when I was a little kid, I, I was... was you know, hearing them and feeling them as a child. And, and I can't tell you it was, well, it was, it was, un, it felt unknown or different. And you know what? It really didn't start scaring me until I was a kid and I would tell my parents there was something in my room. And then when they would react to it in their way and I would look like, why are they scared? Should I be scared? Why are they, yeah, you know? should I be scared yeah. too? And that's how I got into, yeah. So, I mean, we do learn that. I like, I mean, in, in short, I have to say, you can't just say, it's, it's the same with dogs too, or cats. You know, my child goes into that room and he's scared. Is he seeing an evil spirit? Well, some people probably jump on the bandwagon and go, oh, absolutely. I it's a demon. It's a demon. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no, 
me and Laura Lee, we've been both through enough crap in our life. You, yeah. you really have to find out, did the child watch something earlier? Or did he see you being afraid of something in there? You, we, we don't know. There's a whole lot behind it. Um, it's not an assumption I think people should make right off the bat. And I'm going to read um, Nicole's comment, and then I'm going to go back to what Kathy said. So Nicole says, little kids have vivid imaginations. Also, they have trouble with reality versus fantasy. And she does teach five and four and five-year-olds. However, I believe that a four and five-year-old, if they are experiencing something with big red eyes and fangs and it's scary and, you know, maybe they haven't seen it on TV or whatever, and I would have some questions because I can't tell you how many times, and I know you experienced it too, David, uh, there were things in your closet, there were, th you know, oh, yeah. something under your bed, and I don't think it was all imagination. So I would have a lot of questions. I really would. And um, like Faye said, my daughter saw many things in her childhood, including imaginary friends. I don't believe there are imaginary friends. I, re I really don't. That's just me as a parent and uh, working in this field. Because she uh, she said one friend was Shelly, the other was, is it Kama or Korna? I can't, I'm not sure. Because I have a lot of questions when I work with parents with little ones, like, what are they experiencing? What do they look like? Like, there's all kinds of questions that I would have about that. And I wouldn't just jump to it and say, yes, the imaginary friend is a spirit. But I yeah. think it bears more investigation and finding out as much as you can from your child about this quote unquote imaginary friends. Because sometimes they're positive. It could be a positive spirit. It could be one of their guides. It, it Maybe it really is their imagination, but you need to know and find these things yeah. out. I, because if your child doesn't come up with a name and can explain something that looks the way it looks and anything else in life, yet they're able to tell you that about your imaginary friend, their imaginary friend. I'd have a few more questions. Yeah. And it depends on the person you're talking to. Like I had my imaginary friends, but you know what? When I was a little kid, I didn't tell anybody that I'm talking to this person and they're sitting in front of me. I literally had an energy that was constantly with me and I could hear the voice talking or I could feel the feeling. And you know what? For me, everybody, everyone was positive. I, when as a child, I didn't have anything with negative. No, I do. I did catch. And this is what changed my mind. We had a friend of ours who had a little daughter who they, they said to us something about uh, their daughter was seeing some demon or something. And she came in and this little kid was the best actress ever because she was coming in saying how she is seeing this stuff until her auntie came in and said, oh, it's the game we play. She's not seeing anything. We just That's go back and forth. But she was telling other adults and other adults were falling for this. And that's, you know, whenever, you know, like we said before about having context or having anything, we can't jump to what's happening. We also can't dismiss it as imagination. I love what Faye yeah, said. Yeah. She said, I agree. We treated her friends like family because that's where I think that's kind of one of the switches that if your child can't see spirit and is expressing it, that we tend to turn it off because we tell them it's an imaginary friend. It's all yeah. your imagination. And again, I'm not saying to indulge them, but there's a lot of questions. Like you say, you found out that it's the aunt playing a game it sounds a little creepy to play with a little one, but oh, still. Oh, it was very, it was terrible. And that poor kid had all these adults going. But that little well, kid, and I was like, 
you know, later on, and I didn't fall for it. I'm like, that kid's lying. Well, you, I know, but you wouldn't want to be told you were lying as a little one. I know you didn't say oh, that. Oh, no, I didn't ever say that. I would say that we were actually at a party. There were other mediums yeah. with me, and they were new, and they were all falling for it, saying, playing with that kid, going, what did they look like? like? And she kept changing her stories. And I was sitting there going, um, that's not consistent. Something's up. And found, come to find out that was all an act. It was all an act on purpose. I, but I guess what I want to point out is that it's not usually like that's a pretty rare. rare yeah, that is rare, but but it does have, happen. Trust me, it, it does happen. I've had many people try to say I, this. I'm a that. real believer that the truth always reveals itself, just like it did in this situation. But you know no. what? To be able to ask and yeah, if that if it that kept changing i like i say i'd have a lot of questions rather than just jump one way or the other and i'm not saying you did this was a very unusual yeah. situation oh yeah this is a weird situation comment she said me too david i came into this world knowing things my mother always said there's something wrong with me she was basically mm -hmm. shutting down my psychic ability and she said now i have been trying to wake up my abilities for the last five years you know stuff kathy i've seen you in the comments you know things and i know that you know things but this does happen i found more so back maybe when we were all growing up that we were told, I, I mean, I know people that it's broken my heart that they're incredible mediums now that ended up in mental, mental hospitals, mental wards, because they thought that the person was having hallucinations. So I think things are changing a little bit with, um, I, at least I hope so. I like to believe that. What do you think, Dave? I, I agree. I want to address spirit medium Daniel's question to Kathy saying it shouldn't take you five years years to wake it up Kathy. oh yeah now That's here's the right. thing yeah here's the thing um i i get where you're coming from but no it takes people sometimes there is very no timetable for yeah, there is no timetable for it and if you said i i've known people who said oh yeah i just became a medium last year and i'm really good i'm like okay uh you didn't have any experience in it it's waking it up can take forever I knew it as a child. I ignored it for over 25 years and it wasn't and, and then used it again. And it wasn't until I had my near death experience in the coma that it all just came really out. So if you want to really look at it, it took them 49 years. So, yeah. And I, I, I'm not yeah. trying to be judgmental here, but I don't yeah. think when we don't know somebody else and what they're going through and we talked about that there's many things that it comes with following this path and reigniting the abilities including you know looking at belief systems and I also know and I we're not going to say it here Kathy but I know you've you've had something happen to you in the past few yeah. years that really has taken a lot of healing so for some people maybe it doesn't take five years but yeah. I don't think you can say to other people it shouldn't take yeah. you that long it takes yeah. you long as it's going to take you and i believe that where you are is where you are meant to be in the moment and, and then for me i would say this it's guided by spirit so if spirit doesn't think that you need this in five years then you're not going to get it it's kind of like when you want something really bad and you don't get it i don't tell people well you didn't get it because you don't deserve it no maybe you didn't get it because it's just not a good time to have that. They, you know, we know better. So it does happen eventually. Um, but I don't, There's I mean, no I'm not, on the other side. 
I'm not, bashing, I'm not bashing you, um, Daniel, but I'm just saying, I don't agree. I just think that people that. are just going to awaken on their own time. And, and, and that's when they're meant to, like I truly yeah. believe what I just said, and I'm going to repeat it again. Cindy and Nicole also said each person is on their own path. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I believe where we are in the moment where we are is where we are meant to be. That's where you're and I'm to be. telling you this because I have to tell myself this. I am almost always five, 10 minutes late. And it's because crap happens at the last minute. And it's not just me getting myself out the house. It's my son and then the animals and everything else. So when I am on time, it's usually a surprise. And I hate being late. I don't do it on purpose. And then I have to stop and breathe and remind oh. myself I am here where I'm meant to be in this moment and let it go. So it's the same thing with working with our abilities that I truly believe that when we are meant to be open to them and embrace them and utilize them. And Kathy, I know you are using them. I know you are because I've seen many of your comments in our chat and you're very intuitive about stuff. We've got a great group of people here and where it's nice to have you here, Daniel, and we're not not picking on you. And again, this we're just sharing our our beliefs, but I think yeah. that what we put pressure on ourselves, and we were talking about this, I think, before you joined the conversation, that the more we try to force it, okay, the the bigger the blockage comes. It's yeah, that's me too. Water. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm a, I agree. I just think you know what, if you have abilities, every you know, I know people they want things to happen overnight. I get that. There's certain things that I wish I could do right this minute. But yeah, you know I'd love what? to manifest that fifty million dollars to open up our animal, our animal rescue, David. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? There is stuff when I was younger that I that I dreamed about being able to do. And it wasn't until not long ago I realized, oh my God, I'm doing those things. I remembered I wanted to do those a long time ago, and here I am doing it. So mm -hmm. I mean, things happen. You know what? When you are ready for something to happen, it's gonna happen. You just mm -hmm. let it happen when it does. Okay, There's so how no said, may I ask you guys, we're an open book, you know, we involve you and favorite while we're waiting for him to type it, and everybody's typing, you guys are on my path. So uh Howie says, Do either of you feel something maybe? taking place in the spring near Easter. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what about you, Dave? I know a whole lot of things that are happening this year that I feel. Um, it, it depends on what context you're talking about. April I believe 8th, we have a massive, um, God, my brain just went blank. Sun passing in front of the moon, eclipse. We have a massive eclipse coming. I think we have a big energy shift coming. Um, I tend to try to focus on the positive because, um, plus the other thing we have to think about, right? Regardless of what your, your perspective is, is that I don't think we're going to shift it or change it a lot, right? And I tend to try to focus on more. Let's think about a positive shift. Let's, let's 2020. 2024, I believe, is the beginning of contact. Um, it's the beginning of real big contact, uh, but it won't be for everybody. Listen, there's it all depends on the now. My belief system is is that we're constantly um, we're constantly going through dimensions. We're constantly, constantly, constantly. So um, your perception is all on you. So it, it really does depend on where you are. I like Laura Lee, I don't delve on the negative things 
um, I, I want to delve on the positive things happening. And that's the world you're going to end up being in, really, because you where wherever you see yourself is where you're going to be. I do believe that um, it's spring. I also do agree. In April, there's something happening in it, and it's influenced. And I don't know what it is. Um, I'm smiling but, for a reason because I came across a video today. Them talking yeah. about a 30 foot alien that supposedly they're supposed to be talking about disclosure with. That's why I was laughing. I didn't even bring it up with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is just I don't know if it's a 30 foot. Uh, um, yeah, the contact I believe is happening. Daniel, all I'm going to say to you is you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not going to read the comments, but I don't think that we in this this community here, we don't judge one another. So you're entitled to what you believe. OK, and that may be your belief system, but we're not going to put that on other people because I really do believe that we are met where we are supposed to be in the moment that we are. And you are more than welcome to be here. You are more than welcome to share. But I did want to point that out because I don't yeah. want anybody feeling singled out or picked on because we don't know each other's lives or what we go through or what we are experiencing. So it's very easy to step back and say, well, if it's taking you five years, there's something wrong. Get back to it. Now, it may feel that way for yourself, and that's okay, but that doesn't mean everybody's on that path, and I'll just the, leave the it. Only time, the only the <laughs> one thing I do agree on, if you're learning tarot or you're learning tarot like that, I can understand where it's like, I've been trying to learn tarot for 20 years. Well, you should have worked out a little harder. But, I mean, I'm talking about the spiritual stuff. I agree. I We're just, uh, you know, we're not bashing you, Daniel. But, but we found throughout all the years just talking to people and who we are and what we do people just go at their own pace and that's it there's exactly you are exactly where you need to be in the moment that you're in that is my big ass belief <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. so um and and yeah well you know what it's just that we try not to judge one another in the community and i know you say you're not judging and i'm sure you're not and i always say that's why i hate written word versus conversation if you know me you know i leave voice messages because it's so easy to misconstrue comments that's all well we'll leave it at that at that now howie i'm not really sure what's going on no you and you said you feel like yeah what is you there howie <laughs> he said he says he sees the sky ripping open but for all we know right like how do we know like disclosure it could look that well, way maybe something will appear or again what we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality and i also know and see how you feel about this one howie that sometimes we're given visions of different timelines and different dimensions too right but i really feel that we are powerful as human beings that we can also end up in the timeline that we want and happen. Yeah, that we want by focusing where we want to be if we talked about if we were in the same timeline now with the skies ripping open i can see what you say i i i, I do believe this is the beginning Something is Although the initial contact with the entire world knows of everything, it's between five and seven. Years. I gotta go let socks out. Sorry, he's going, he's blinking. I love you, mom, with the blink and meowing. He's got the quietest meow. So go ahead. I'm right oh. here. I just gotta open the door for him. Hang on. Okay, go ahead, sweetie. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it, it really does depend. I mean, there's so much behind all this. I mean, I'm one of these people that go, God, I wish they would hurry up and get here because I mean, if you look at it this way, 
I saw my first alien when I was like four or five years old. So I've, I've had this always knowing that they were there. And I went through my entire life. I tell you, I told Laura Lee and I laugh about this in two seven, in 2017, where they finally started talking about with the government and all that. I literally was walking around to people going in your face, in your face. I told you all my life that they were. It doesn't matter. Do we have to be right? But it doesn't matter. We have to be right. Well, it was no. Well, listen. For that, it felt it felt good because you got to remember, between five years old and 2017, I was always told I was crazy whenever this was up. Mm -hmm. So now that they're forced to know, but but when they're going to get here, who knows? I think what Mary's sharing here. I love it. She says, one of the best things I was told to me by a Sioux teacher, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And she said, this has been true for me. I think it's true for a lot of us. And then I like what Nicole has shared here. I received visions of an event that was happening in January. It didn't happen. So things changed and it just didn't happen in this dimension. I agree. I can tell you, I've mentioned this before. I work with two very close friends with spirit. We were all, we're all in different time zones. We were asked to meet in a meditation at the same time, like 5 a.m. for two of us. One was um, 2 a.m. And we were asked to do this. It was a positive meditation, focusing positive energy. We weren't really sure what it was for. And we searched the papers looking for what was this supposed to stop? And it wasn't just us because there's many light workers working on this type of thing. We never saw it. And I don't think we were ever meant to know. And if anything, we just put some positive energy out into the ethers, if you will. Right. The world can always use more. Positive yeah, that's, that's the best thing to do. It really, in a nutshell, as long as if the world was a lot more positive place, I think it would all start happening faster. But we are getting we are getting there. I think we're, we're getting there. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, what did? Yeah, I, I saw what he said. And um, I had heard that from Bashar as well. And well, we, we well I, I was on can you read it, Dave? Yeah, he said, he says, Bashar says we're constantly changing timelines every second. Thoughts? No, that's true. I mean, it was, it's, that's been said for uh, hundreds of years. I think you guys tell people who Bashar is. Because well, remember, is this every country um, in the world, and they may not know. Bashar is channeled by um, Daryl Anka. I believe it's Daryl Anka. Yep. And Bashar has some really wonderful things to say about things. And you He's know what? Amazing. A lot of, yeah, and there are things in um, back in the Kabbalion and Hermetics and everything that talk about switching timelines. We've been switching timelines. That's, um, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to say it, but that was going to make me sound like such a jerk when I said it's not new information, but it, it is new information to most people, even to myself. I mean, I didn't know that for years and years and stuff until I started researching and looking into it, but it's a consensus that's true we are constantly switching timelines because of the fact, but the funny thing about switching timelines is that timelines are all in the same moment. That's what really freaks me out to this yeah, day. But I think that if they weren't, then there's many things that could happen. First of all, you could create a paradox. You could freak yourself out if they weren't in the same time. And you actually were quite not you, like the global you is, no. 
is aware of, oh my God, I'm in a different timeline, a different time dimension. I, I really believe as human beings that we are so much more powerful, incredibly, not from an egotistical sense, but that we are capable of so many things we've been told that we can't do, including switching timelines and and telepathy and telekinesis and you know I've, i'll bet you if we really wanted to and we've been told since birth all of us we could levitate we probably could levitate who knows maybe we could fly we'll never know right because we're living in this no. dense place where we've been told as a little one for example and i'm not pointing any fingers it's just an example that no. imaginary friends are in your imagination or you know things there's something wrong with you because you know things you're crazy there's something wrong with you if we didn't have that mindset imagine where we would be as a species right we, yeah. would, we would be in a completely different place now howie i wanted to address this so you said also had the vision yes last year and i've been listening to spirits of something coming and we need to take warning perhaps just be sightful okay so let's put it out there for a sec so we don't create any fear with this and i know that's not your purpose this is a purpose just for discussion yes i have been receiving the same but i think we have to look at it this way what are we all really going to do about it anyways right? So to me, my thing is try to focus on the positive and I'm not telling anybody else how to live it, but see if it resonates to focus on the positive, to focus on what we want to see. Yes, possibly to be sightful or mindful, but what we're going to do when we put these type of words out there, we are creating fear for other people to see this that don't know what's coming. The fear of the unknown. A lot of people are afraid of death. A lot of people are afraid of everything. We go on forever. I truly believe this. So I don't know how we could switch it as I, as what I'm saying to happen to focus on it. I'm keeping it in the back of my mind, but I don't really know what the heck we do about it anyways, even if there really was something coming. I don't know. Does that yep. make sense? It does. I personally, I don't have anything. I don't have one bad fear or thought about anything that's coming that's happening. I just don't. Um, but that's just me. That's just how my mind works and how my filter works. But I just don't have anything whatsoever. I can't tell you one thing in my head that's happening to as the, as a collective to this earth that's going to hurt anything. And what Laura Lee said, which I agree with, if even if there was, what can you do about it? Nothing. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the experience. Because that's true. Just, you, I, just, I'm not trying to be fatalist, but we could all no. step off the curb tomorrow and get hit by a bus. That's so true. That's true. Yeah, I could, I might I might drop my grapefruit juice on my um, phone here and and electrocute myself right after the show. I probably most likely won't, but I don't. I was just talking to one of my one of my clients today when I was uh, we were talking about stuff and and I said um, we're talking about what if you were told that the world's going to end tomorrow? What would you do? I'm like, I'd go home and play with my cats until tomorrow <laughs> because what are you going to well, do? No, but people get asked that question, right? And I've been no. asked it myself. If you were told that you only had 24 hours to live, what would you do with your life? Live. And the thing is, none of us are promised that we have years. So if you think about it, like, I mean, obviously you're not going to go up and max up your credit cards or something. I mean, yeah. I've heard people say that, but why not do the things that you're putting off when you say, if you were told you only had 24 hours to live, what would you do? Why yeah. not do it every day? 
Like yeah, I'm not trying true. to be like I'm living in the clouds and there's rainbows and unicorns and everything. But seriously, in all reality, and how we did, I like what Nicole said. She and the, I'll stop talking. Just a sec, David That's says. Okay. My husband says, "Pay attention rather than be careful." Hi, Julie Jean Bassett, welcome. Mm -hmm. And then how he says, "Agree, we have the ability to manifest this issue." It, this is why I do not speak of this in open, just those who are like me. I agree, but yeah. does that make sense too? Right? It does. It makes yeah. absolutely sense. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, focus on what we have in front of us right now. Actually, I mean, if you if you really want to get technical, everybody that you talk to now, everybody you know now is a reflection of what you need to see in them. So we never two people don't see the same person the same. One person could say that person's evil. Another person will say, well, they've never been evil to me. They're just fine. I don't it's know what you're saying. It's a car seeing. accident and having 20 no. witnesses. None of them will tell you the same story identically. Yeah, none of them will. So your, your life is literally in your head. I mean, that's what's the really weird part. And, and every once in a while, I'll remember that. And it kind of makes it puts things into perspective. But my life right now, I'm making up my life as I go. There's nobody forcing me to do anything that I'm doing. I'm literally doing everything I want to do. So I pick my experiences. I Okay, like I love the experience of me and Laura Lee having a podcast. That's my experience. We both like it. I mean, we're both agree on this experience and here we are. I hear um, so where Howie's coming from. Like I do know. I understand where Howie's coming from. To, yeah. to connect with others that are intuitive. And am I am I sensing this right? Am I feeling this right? But I'll tell you, if I if I go there, sometimes it does give me a little sense of fear. And then I think, what am I doing? Like, live life. Like, we got to live life. That's why we're here. We're here for the experiences and the lessons, right? But I hear yeah. what you're saying, too. Howie, that you're just like, am I picking up on this right? Am I feeling this right? But I don't know what we could do about it, even if it was negative to me. I think yeah. I agree with you, Dave, that we got to, we, we're creating our life. So what kind of life do you want to have? Yeah. Do you wanna, How do you like, want to be? Yeah. Like I, was, I always tell people and the right spirit guides told me and my, they told me on the other side, situations are going to happen and some of them might seem out of your control but the one thing you always have and you're always in control of is how you react to the situation you're always in that control so if we want to if some people want to react um fearfully that's cool maybe it's part of what they needed to know so maybe they're going to do it that way i i can you know we me and laura lee discuss this as much as we have our own opinions on stuff you really can't tell anybody else what to see and what to believe because it's their experience. So we have to let them have it. And like Rumi said, if you ever, if you know who Rumi is, um, God said that sometimes you have to let them sleep, which is absolutely correct. Some people aren't here to have a spiritual wacky life like ours. Some people are coming here to have three kids, marry a guy named John and have a dog named Dave in a fenced in backyard and be a baker. That might be their life. And it's, and it's okay because we're here yeah. for the experience and we have the choice that yep. we could set some goals for ourselves, our soul to grow and evolve. And you might screw it all up. You never know. And that oh, sure. But yeah. we do create our own lives. We do as much as we don't want to look at that. And including, I, I, I do hear what Howie is saying. I do with the fact that um, because we live in a duality. Right. Yep. Of course, yeah. 
there's not just all love and light and positivity, but then I guess that's what spirit reminds me of. And again, it could totally resonate or you could tell me to shout out my butt, whoever's listening. But my thing is, what could we do about it anyways? Right. If there's enough of us focusing on what we want to see versus not what we don't want to see, could we shift the timeline? Could we shift the dimension? Exactly. I love Kaysen. Kaysen said, I hate that kind of normal life. I am with you, Kaysen. The more wacky, screwed up my life is, the more fun I have. Some people, that's what, like, think about it. We've all no judgment, but they know nothing outside of their backyard. That's it. They don't know anything. And and that's really, when I talk about paranormal stuff and like ghosts or demons and all this, and you know, I have my opinion because I'm on the show and we have our opinions, but you know, really as far as that stuff goes, you know, my, my guide a long time ago, when I first started working with Jessica and we did all the ghost stuff and all the paranormal stuff, all the Mm fear stuff, um, my guide said to me one day, they said, David, pick your playground. And I'm like, what? They're like, mm-hmm. you can play wherever you want to play. If you want to play in that playground, you're going to see all kinds of stuff. But if you don't want to play in that playground, play in this playground and you'll yep. see a lot of different stuff. So I'm like, oh, I get it. So, so I understand. I love like, that. Who see, yeah. People who see stuff, it's like, I can't say you're not seeing it. But if you ask me from my perspective, if it's real, I'm going to say no, but only because I'm not playing in that playground. It's not because it's not real to you. It's because I'm playing next door in that playground, you know? So Neil says, hi, guys. Long time no see. Good to see you, Neil. Yeah, we haven't seen you in a while. I, I, you guys, we get so in-depth in this. I'm on the, we're, on, we're not at the end yet, but we're getting there. But we're supposed to do it at the top of the hour. And I got oh, yeah. so in-depth here. Just I'm always fun. The fastest two hours I have, I, my light week, the, I swear. So if you are just tuning in, you're listening to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed with myself, Laura Lee Potvin, and my amazing co-host and friend, David Hansel. And it's on 105.3 and 107.7 on UFO Paranormal Radio Network, also known as Unite Public Radio Network, or just UPRN. And it's out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. And how, uh, Neil, you're saying my life's been getting so mental crazy. It's absolutely amazing, too. Has me writing again and you're working on two books well that is awesome i love it love it love it now i wanted to give you all an update i mentioned this to dave now you guys i we forgot i told you i forgot to mention something you guys probably all know it anyways we have a group on facebook for this page because lots of times we show video clips and pictures and what have you and 80 percent of our audience on uprn is audio so we do have the group it's called the thing at the foot of the bed group so i posted last friday i you guys know i love the foreman brothers with paranormal nightmare it used to be called living dead paranormal and they had gone to tiktok sensation it went viral it was called magical poltergeist and they got crazy stuff going on in that story okay so they went in there, they got some stuff. They said they hadn't seen the EMF as high anywhere as they had at this house. Um, I think they were able to debunk that it wasn't coming from wires or anything like that. They got some activity, but nothing crazy like you're seeing on the videos. Then, hi, Carmel. Then I saw a video update from Josh today, one of the Foreman brothers. And he had said they received a lot of flack. Why did you go to this house? Why were you there? The whole bit. So I was really shocked by his answer. And Dave, we talked about this update. I was saying I was going to mention is that the reason why they went 
they were 100% convinced that a lot of the crazy paranormal stuff they are seeing on that channel on TikTok, Magical Paranormal, mm -hmm. I mean, a poltergeist, is, has been faked. Absolutely. I did not see, because normally on Saturday nights when they're filming something, they will film live so you can see what's going on. You can experience the activity. And I believe they were live. I didn't see it. But in this update today, he said the reason why they went, they got thousands of requests to go and see this family. Then somebody close to them messaged them and said, would you be willing to check it out? And they said, have the family contact us. But the reason why they went, and I have a lot of respect for this, they knew a lot of this stuff was being faked, but this family is delving into a lot of negative things. There are small children in that home. She was pregnant with a baby. So they had a this horrible black chair with Baphomet on it and 666 and an altar to Baphomet and all this satanic stuff. And they said the reason why they went, they said, you focus on something negative long enough, you're going to start pulling some negative energy in. So they went for the kids. And so I wanted to update you guys on that because I still think that's a very noble thing. And they, he made it very clear we can't force people what to think or what to see or what to say or how they choose to live their lives. All we can do, we went in, we blessed the house, we investigated, and we shared with them that you may want to kind of gravitate away from some of this negative stuff. You do have little ones around you. So I yeah, thought that was and that's unfortunate that people do that. I mean, I mean, I know I was watching, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I'm laughing. I laugh about a lot of stuff. I There's some people in the paranormal world that I have so much respect for. So like your friends who do stuff because they want to help people and that's why they're doing it. Or for people who go out there and going, I love this kind of life. I'm trying to prove to people and validate there's life after death and so on and so forth. But then you have those crazy people that are just invoke fear. I want to see, I, you know what, Lordly, I want to, I want to see a ghost show where people are going into houses and 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 getting stuff, and it's not always negative. I have I the show for you. I have the show for you that you just asked that the paranormal files Monday mm -hmm. night show. They went to a bed and breakfast. Though even the woman that bought it that had put all this money and loving attention into this historical building, and she's turning it into a bed and breakfast. She was very clear. She said, "I really don't." pick up anything negative i have to tell y'all on youtube check it out colin brown his mom mary brown his dad jeff brown or papa spooks and his brother-in-law uh were in their corner some of the most intelligent communication i have ever seen and i don't think those guys have laughed so much these spirits were so funny and so hilarious. And they kept saying that uh, Papa Spooks or the dad, and he's a nice looking guy too, that Jeff was creepy. And they were just messing yeah. with them. They were having so much fun. And even these guys said, we go to some really dark, very haunted, notoriously haunted places. And we want to start doing something more like this. Exactly what you asked for. Yeah, that's, I, think, I think that's needed because everybody tries to sell fear in, in, I know I, get I was fear. laughing my butt off. I, they were laughing their butts off. It was so positive. And then the communication was so intelligent. 
so intelligent, so like, can you tell me if, if this is Astrid or Greta here? Hadn't even finished what, and he was saying one ring for Astrid, two for Greta, because there was a lot of women that had been in this house. It had to do with the Eastern star. It was like a rest home for them. Anyways, before he even got out of his mouth, ding on the bell right in front of him. Like just so many phrases through the ghost boxes. It was mind blowing. Yeah, I just, I mean, that's, I think that's what it should, you know what, if people did do that in constant, I mean, I know, I get there's stuff out there that's scary to people, I get that, it, there is, mm -hmm. but if we, can't, if there's people who concentrated on, there's no fear behind it, you know how many people that I talk to, and if I talk, you know, and I'll say, do you believe in ghosts, I'll be like, oh no, those things are scary, there's a first thing that come out of their mouth, but then I ask them, I'm like, have you ever encountered a ghost? No, and I don't want to. How do you know that? Because I've encountered, I've encountered ghosts that, okay, I didn't really care for the energy, but I've also talked to ones that were just had wonderful stories. You know, well, Neil says, uh, check out ghost theory. These two are as honest and investigating as they come and they find some really awesome activity. And these two are naturally hilarious together. They always try to debunk activity before concluding that maybe it's paranormal. David and I both love that because we don't just yep. jump to it. I got to yep. find the name. I'm going to post it in the group for us guys, but the name of the video. Okay. While you're while you're getting that, can I tell them about the two hundred uh, people? Okay, well, let me just—it's I got it right here, and then you go ahead because oh, I go forgot ahead. to. I knew you were going to do it. I forgot to. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to post this. It's on YouTube under the Paranormal Files, and it says the most haunted house in New England. They've got scary paranormal, but it's not. I'm telling you, it's you guys funny. will be laughing. It was amazing. Go for it, Dave. Um, yeah, because this. We and me and Laura Lee, if you know, for the Passover year, we try to say something together at the same time. It's very difficult for us to get it packed because we we're on a delay. Both of us are. Yeah, we haven't given so up on it. <laughs> no, but we're getting better. So here's the deal, you guys. So anybody who's listening, go to Facebook and join the thing at the foot of the bed with Laura Lee Potvin and David Hansel. Join okay. that. Once we have 200 people in there, we will once in a while start going live in there and doing some card readings and readings for you guys. Um, free of so, charge. Yeah, free of charge. No, you know, you don't need. If you're in the group, it is totally free. We'll do mm -hmm. mini readings just like I do on TikTok or stuff like yeah. that. So mm -hmm. once we have 200 people in there, we'll start doing that. So mm -hmm. just to give you that heads up. And, and it's an incentive for you guys to go join the freaking group. Okay. <laughs> Yes, and just so you know, y'all, um, sometimes we, um, David always gets the most hilarious things to, to share. Other people have shared them. Nicole, if you're an oldie moldy or OG, I shouldn't say oldie moldy, that's disrespectful. You're an OG, uh, part of our spooky betters, I guess, whatever you want to call us. Uh, we have a joke, and it has to do with Kevin Bacon in Friday the 13th, and what's in his Speedo. And so it was Nicole that came up with a thong at the end of the bed. She's even Photoshopped it. So we have a lot of fun in that group. We have a lot of fun here. So, yeah, it was David's idea. I thought it was a great idea, and we'd like to do that for y'all. Yeah, and we, and we have fun, and we give positive, fun messages. So, Oh, so you shared. Howie says, by the way, I shared this to the thing at the foot of the bed group. Awesome, because I posted it in there. I did, because usually oh. once in a while, I know what I forgot to mention. The network, by the way, has their own TV channel. 
So I knew it and it went out of my head. We have a Roku channel, by the way, you guys, if you want to find oh, it, you're going to type in UFO space P is in paranormal drop down list. We'll come down. We're about the third or fourth one down. You're looking for UFO space P paranormal and United public radio. That's where we are. Lots of the shows are streaming over on the channel. So if you ever want to watch on your TV, you can see, I told you I forgot something. That's what it was. I totally forgot that too until you said it. It is 8.50. Are we on that? Uh... Yeah, we are. Because you guys, if you're enjoying what you're seeing, please stay tuned. It's the second night at the Outer Realm with the amazing Michelle DeRocher. She's got Canada's Most Haunted. We are streaming over there tonight too as well. Um, and Amelia Pisano, they have Wednesdays and Thursdays nights with their show right after ours tonight and they are awesome always have great guests also there was something else i was gonna say and i forgot what it was it'll come back to me my brain's oh, so where can they find you david okay if you guys want to know more about me or book a reading or anything like that you can go to my webpage, which is the only place you can do that because i never dm people that is imposters it's uh they whisper to me.com if you would like to find me on TikTok or Instagram, I'm at I'm under at Medium David Hansel. Also in my links there, there's special prices for reading. So if you're following me on TikTok, you'll find that in there. <laughs> also, my YouTube channel and my uh, Facebook group is called The Spirit Experience. And once again, just to remind you, join the thing at the foot of the bed group on Facebook. When we get 200 people in there, we'll start doing some lives and having some fun, you guys. Okay, so I just want to remind people, because Cindy said, can't wait to get a reading. So David does go live on his TikTok quite a few times a week. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes I join him if I get a chance. I'm crazy busy. Uh, too. You've been so busy, yeah. But just so you know, it's not a full reading. It'll be like a one question yeah. reading. We move pretty quick when we do it, but we can have a discussion. We can do all kinds of things in there, just, just so you know, but wanted to give you that reminder. Now, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. You want to book something though, just message me. Just get a hold of me. It's Lorley Potvin on Facebook uh, Messenger. I'm on every social media platform, either under the angel rock or Lorley Potvin. Like you can think of it. I've got it. Um, and I will get your message. Kaysen was very smart. I didn't even know this. I have a website I don't give out because it has a long name. It needs to be revamped and I want to go to the a domain name, but it's under Wix, and I've signed up with the Wix app. He messaged me from there, so you can even get a hold of me that way. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Also, I have two groups on Facebook Paranormal University for all things paranormal, the Angel Rocker Tribe for many of the spiritual things we talked about tonight, and also what else do I want to say to you guys? Oh, my brain, I don't know where it's going, you guys. I haven't had anything to eat today. I think that's the problem. Oh, you better eat some. I do. So the Angel Rock will be back with you, too, on Monday night, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on UPRN. And um, Kelly says, I joined. Can't wait for the next episode. That's what yeah, I want to do. She reminded me, because I forget to say this. You guys, if you're just tuning in for the last minute or something, and you think, oh, crap, I missed it, or sometimes Facebook makes it look like we're live and we're not, just know there is always a replay of our shows, um, everybody on the network. So you can find us either on our network YouTube channel, a UFO Paranormal Radio. I back it up also on my uh, Facebook, or sorry, YouTube channel, uh, The Angel Rock David on yours. Yeah, yep. it's on yours, the spirit experience. But better yet, anywhere where podcasts and talk radio is carried, we all of our shows are carried. So we're talking Spreaker, iCloud, 
or sorry, not iCloud, iTunes. Um, we've got SoundCloud. That's what I was thinking. We've got Podbean, um, Spotify, you name it. We are carried there and all of our shows are there. So you can always look up old shows, anything you like. So anyways, I think that's everything. So you guys, we love y'all. Oh, happy belated Valentine's Day if you celebrated. Or happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And you guys remember to stay spooky and join our group. Yes. Or on Valentine's, whatever it is. Next coming up, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> no, that's right. Thanks for oh, all being here. We'll have to do like a big show on leprechauns and elementals. Oh, we might. Yes. yes we and don't forget to tell us too, if you guys got show ideas, that's what I was going to say. Book a reading. Yeah. I do mentoring and teaching, all kinds of stuff. You can message me privately. Let us know in the group. Message David. Uh, Nicole sent, uh, I think it was for my other show, but if you guys have an idea, people have messages about topics, let us know. We'd really appreciate it and we'd love to do it for you. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you guys, thank you for showing up tonight. And let's let's try to see if we can say it together anyway. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. What's, What's at the foot of your bed? We're <laughs> <laughs> we got another way to do readings with us. So come and join us, so guys. Yeah. We love y'all. We'll see you next Thursday. Okay, and I'll see you Bye. on Monday. Stay tuned.